Hi, this is Elementary, a podcast where I, Brian Hauntley, and his daughter, Everlyn Hauntley, have one-on-one conversations about our interests and all things life from the perspective of an adult and the perspective of a kid. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Did you have fun today? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. What was your favorite part of the field trip today? I loved when we were skating, ice skating, and when we had hot cocoa. Yeah, the hot cocoa was your favorite part. Um, did you like the museum at all? Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of simple, but it was pretty nice. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. I was the only dad there with like 10 moms, but I had a lot of fun. Cool moms. Cool moms, yeah. Yeah, I hung out with a few moms who I already knew previously, and it was nice. We just had a good time talking, catching up, and talking about you and your friends, and um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. That was that was the first like real field trip you guys have taken out of town since you've been at this school. So I'm glad I was there. That's cool. All right, so um, this is our first episode of our podcast. We've been talking about doing this for almost a year. I think originally it was like a week or two after school got out last year, so sometime in June that we brought this up and started talking about doing it and then just a lot of things have come up and we didn't get around to making it happen and um, I thought first we would start by introducing ourselves to kind of go over the concept of this being a podcast where we talk about things that we enjoy or uh, different hobbies stuff like that but from your point of view and my point of view me being an adult you being a child So first I'll say, I am Brian. I am 36 years old. I was born in 1986. I am Everlyn. I am 10 years old. I am in fourth grade and I was born in 2012. So there are 26 years between us. And with that, I think it goes without saying that there were some pretty major differences in terms of my childhood versus your childhood and how we were raised, how we were brought up, what was going on in the world, what was available to us. Technology has come a long way in that time. Uh, from when I was a kid and the availability of certain things just weren't there for me and there are a lot of differences in what you have access to and what I had access to and so with that I think something that we could talk about for this first episode is something that we both enjoy something that I enjoyed when I was a kid and something you've enjoyed as a kid and that is video games video games So how do you feel about talking about that for a first episode? Does that work for you? Of course, I love video games. (laughs) Okay. So I think, you know, we'll kind of go over the simplicity of like what we enjoy in terms of video games, but I also want to talk about other aspects of it, like what video games were like when I was a kid versus how they are now. Um, And I also want to discuss coming at it from like a parenting angle. So in terms of parenting... Um, the subject of video games, I think, could be very divisive. What does divisive mean? Uh, Divisive basically means that it causes a lot of conversation and disagreement between people. Like, it's not something that people unanimously are in favor of or, or disagree with, but, you know, it's kind of split down the middle. A lot of people are for it, a lot of people aren't for it, and when it comes to video games and parents allowing their children to play video games... You know, obviously there are a lot of parents who don't allow their children to play video games and that's totally fine that's entirely their choice and there are several reasons for that many of which i do agree with and then there are parents who do allow it 
probably within reason with certain restrictions and rules. And obviously that's kind of where we fall. And we'll get into that a bit, but I wanted to sort of start with how different video games and the gaming world were when I was a kid versus how they are now for you. You know, I, I started playing video games very young. You know, honestly, I probably played for the first time around three or four and it was very limited back then. What was the first console you ever played? So when I was really young, my parents had this roommate who lived with us for a while and he had an Atari. I don't know if you've ever even heard of an Atari, but I have very vague memories of playing that a bit. And beyond that, I definitely played the original Nintendo, the NES quite a bit, the original Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt and the first Zelda games, stuff like that. So those were the first consoles I played. The first console that we actually owned that was mine was a Sega Genesis. And I want to say we got that around 1992, 1993, I think. It may have been for a birthday. I don't remember. So that was the first console that I really played a lot. And I feel like I played that for a very long time. The Super Nintendo also was out around the same time. I did not have one of those for a majority of the time. I would play that at friends' houses. I really liked the Sega Genesis and preferred it personally. And a lot of my favorite games were on the Sega Genesis. What games were you playing back then? Uh, on the Sega Genesis? Yeah. I played a lot of the Sonic the Hedgehog games. Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I played this game called Sonic Spinball a lot, which is sort of like a pinball version of Sonic the Hedgehog, which I was sort of obsessed with. I played a lot of Earthworm Jim, played a lot of stuff, tons of games on the Sega Genesis. That was my favorite console for a very long time until the Nintendo 64 came out. And then when the Nintendo 64 came out, you know, that's pretty much all I played. I don't know if I ever played the Sega Genesis again, really. Have you even heard of any of those consoles? I've only heard of the, the Nintendo 64 because my mom had it and I like to play on it a lot. Yeah, you've played the Nintendo 64. What game? Do you remember any specific games you played on it? Just the the regular Mario game, Mario 64. Yeah, that was the classic. That's the one pretty much everyone played. If they had a Nintendo 64, probably played that more than most other games. Yeah, the Nintendo 64 really changed things. It's still got like one of the most unique controllers of all time. And still to this day, like some of the streamers and stuff I watch, they still play like Nintendo 64 games and do like Super Mario 64 speed runs and stuff like that. So it's still popular, even with like younger people who probably weren't even born at the time that that came out. Because I want to say I was like nine or 10 years old when the Nintendo 64 came out. So yeah, there are a lot of streamers now who are doing like Mario speed runs who may not have been alive when that originally came out, which is pretty funny. But it just goes to show how popular that game is and how it's kind of like survived over the years and generations. Yeah, and nowadays, like for you, it, it's you just have so much more available to you. Like you're able to watch people stream games. You're able to play games online with friends. None of that was a thing when I was a kid playing video games. Streaming was not a thing. The internet was barely a thing. And so that just wasn't really available to us. Like if you wanted to play games with a friend, like they had to be in the same room as you playing on the same console. That's sad. Otherwise, I guess maybe you could call a friend on your landline, which is another thing you probably don't even know what that is. But like cell phones weren't really a thing. But I don't recall ever even doing that. It's like you would play in person with a friend on the same console and that's it. Now you're on Discord calls, playing your games with your friends. And there are just a ton of opportunities to play multiplayer games online and 
you know, it's, it makes for a more like community thing. And it's something that I enjoy now, but I wish was a thing back then. But at the same time, I think it's just kind of cool how different it is now that these things are available, but that we just kind of lived in a different world at the time. So with that in mind, I want to talk a little bit about like the games that you play. And then we'll get into why you play those games and why I allow you to play the games that you play. So what game do you think you play more than anything else? Either Roblox or Genshin. Genshin Impact. I think it seems like now you probably play Genshin Impact more, I guess. But what is it about Genshin Impact that you like? Like what keeps you playing it? Because you've put a lot of hours into that game. Well, it has like a giant world. So I have like so much stuff to do because there's like so many enemies and quests and stuff and it's really fun because i have to like complete all of them and it takes a long time to finish them all yeah so genshin is like a massive rpg type game um, and they're constantly like updating it adding things to it adding new areas adding new characters i of course have never really played it but i've actually enjoyed watching you play it i think the art style is is gorgeous it has like an anime look to it it's just a really vivid, bright, like fun looking game. And I think, you know, we, f we found out at the end of the year when we got our PlayStation like wrap up thing where it tells you what games you played and how long you played them. And even though you're on my account, Genshin was like far and away at the top of the list of how many hours you had put into it. And so I will get into that in terms of like why I allow you to play the game that much. But yeah, I think it's an appropriate game. Um, I think it's appropriate for your age. I, I guess you could say it's, you know, quote unquote violent in terms of the fact that you are like fighting other enemies and stuff, but it's not like it's a bloody, like gory game or anything like that by any means. It's just sort of light combat and, you know, it's, it's not violent in the sense that like, you know, people are being killed or anything like that. There's a lot of magic and stuff involved and, and different elements. It, it's fun to watch you play it. And I'm, I'm always impressed with how quickly you pick up these things you're just naturally like very good at video games I think you figure things out really easily and so like with Genshin I'm fine with you playing it uh within reason you know obviously like I don't allow you to just play it non-stop all the time you know as long as your schoolwork is done and you're caught up on everything and you've done your chores and you know all, all your all the expectations I have for you as long as that's all out of the way and your grades are good and all that stuff I'm okay with you playing it and you know, there are certainly games that will not allow you to play. It's not like you're out there playing Grand Theft Auto or, you know, violent Mortal Kombat games or anything like that. You're playing like, you know, relatively wholesome games that are appropriate for your age. And if that's something you enjoy, then I'm all for it. Because when I was a kid, I loved video games. I loved movies, TV, all sorts of media. And I spent hours and hours and hours playing those games. I balanced it a lot with playing outside with neighborhood kids and using my imagination and doing stuff like that. But you do the same. You, you know, you're in school most of the day. You do a lot of creative stuff. You're very into art. And I think that's another one of the reasons that I allow you to play the games is because it actually inspires you to do creative things. And especially with Genshin, like you've done a lot of like character creation where you're drawing things, you make your own little comic books and you do all these like art and creative type things outside of the game that you were inspired by the game to do, which I think is very cool. And you connect with your friends through the game. And, you know, obviously I monitor what you're doing. If someone else joins your world in Genshin, I'm always, you know, checking in and making sure like whatever's going on is appropriate. 
And it seems that more often than not, it's usually kids who are probably around your age or so that are just helping you complete quests and stuff. And there have never been any problems with that. So on the other side of the coin, you do play Roblox quite a bit. Maybe not as much as you used to, but what is it about Roblox that attracts you to it? And why do you enjoy playing it? Well, Roblox has a ton of different games and like almost all of my friends have it. And I don't know, all the games are just like super interesting. So when you join them, it's just like there's a lot of stuff to do in every game. It's really fun. So Roblox is something that I don't really understand. Um, Genshin is more in line with like things that I've played and that I'm familiar with. Roblox, I think, is like way more directed at kids and I don't really understand it. I've never played it. Genshin is a type of game where I think I could pick it up and just start playing it and kind of like understand how to play it. Roblox, when I've seen you play it, like I have no idea what's going on. And maybe that's because Roblox is kind of this all-encompassing thing where there's all these different games within it that you can choose to do. But like Roblox, it just looks so, I don't know, amateurish and crude to me in terms of like how simple it looks. It looks like kids created it almost. And maybe that's the appeal. I don't know. But I know there are a lot of parents who are really iffy about things like Roblox because it's so ingrained online and like anybody could be on there. So that's one where I really have to like monitor what's going on. But for the most part, I trust you because I know that you know what's appropriate, not appropriate, what to avoid not to be talking to random strangers, not putting any of your personal information out there, not buying things that you shouldn't be buying. So I know that you're really good about that and I trust you with that, but I still have to monitor it to an extent just because you know, you can't trust other people. So there's a little bit of risk there, but we haven't had any issues and I think you've been very good about it. But one of the things I like about Roblox for you is that you do play it with other friends and you guys all kind of connect and you're creating things and you're building things i guess in some ways it's like sort of similar to like a minecraft type thing but there's so many different games on there that they're all kind of challenges some of them are puzzle games some of them are you know creative things and of course i've seen some stuff on there that just seems really stupid too that you guys seem to get a kick out of but um i think for the most part it's fairly harmless and so i've mostly been okay with you playing that what are some other games that you've enjoyed outside of those things So you used to play Yoshi's Crafted World and uh, Kirby Star Allies on the Switch a lot, right? Yeah. I love those games. I want to say like those were the first two games that you like beat entirely. I believe. I think you played those like to 100% completion, which was cool. Seeing you actually like beat games is pretty, pretty impressive. And I remember you were playing Bug Snacks a lot on the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. And that was the first game that you got a platinum trophy on on the PlayStation, meaning that you completed every single achievement for the game, right? Uh-huh. What are some other games you've played that you like played a lot and really enjoyed? Hmm. Oh, yeah. I really like Night in the Woods and um, Unravel. Oh, yeah, you did play those. You played Night in the Woods like three times. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? You kept restarting it and playing it? Uh-huh. I guess it's fairly short. It's kind of like an indie game, but that game was really cool. Why Why did you... Oh, were you trying to get all the achievements for it, I think? Oh, yeah. And I also wanted to keep playing it because it was really fun. Yeah, I think you played it like three or four times. Um, Unravel is really cool. And you played Unravel 2 quite a bit also. Yeah. I think I want to see if you would like Limbo and Inside. Because they're sort of similar to like 
that style of game, um, similar to Unravel and Night in the Woods, where you're kind of like sort of doing puzzle stuff to figure out how to get through each stage, but they both kind of have like a little bit of a creepiness to them, but I think you would maybe like them. They're both made by the same company, and they're two of my favorite games of all time. I think that you would enjoy them. I think you've seen Limbo before. Limbo is like black and white, and it's kind of creepy, but it's they're both really cool, and they're fairly short, and they're not too complicated, but yeah, they're kind of like puzzle games. You're trying to figure out how to get you know further and further into the game by completing different little tasks and stuff. They're pretty cool. I think you would like them. I really miss that Yoshi game. Well, we can get it again so you can play it. <gasps> yes, I love that game. What games do we play together? I guess we play Fall Guys quite a bit. Oh, Fall Guys, yes. Yeah, we've played a lot of Fall Guys, um, which is fun. We've played a lot of Mario Kart, Mario Party. What else? What else do we play together? We've played a teensy bit of Unravel 2, but we already talked about that. Yeah, we did play Unravel 2 a little bit. Um, that game frustrates me a bit, so I think you like it a little bit more than I do. The, the puzzles are difficult. For me, it's, it's challenging to figure out how to get out of those areas. But yeah, I think we've probably played Fall Guys quite a bit, but we're usually taking turns, not really playing it together. Yeah. I think we both have our strengths. Like, you're really good at some of the maps. I'm really good at some of the maps. Some of them I'm terrible at, but we've played that quite a bit. I'd say that was probably, what, like, number two on the list of how many hours we put into games on... Do we just have an earthquake? Did you just feel that? No. I just felt the house shake a little bit. Anyway, like I was saying, as far as the parenting, why I allow you to play video games. So, first and foremost, you're a good kid. Generally, you're very cooperative, you're very easy, you're great in school. Um, I don't really have to like repeat myself to you too much, other than when you're not paying attention. But the thing is, you know, I, I completely understand from the other side with parents who don't want their kids playing video games. Some parents only want their kids playing outside and stuff and, you know, using their imagination and then being active getting fresh air, and I completely understand that. Just in the past couple months alone, we've had so much snow and rain and stuff that hasn't really been much of a possibility, but even beyond that, just in general, I'm okay with you playing video games within reason because it is something that you enjoy, it's something that you're good at, and I do think it pushes you creatively, and you really are a more like creative-minded kid. You know, you're really good at drawing, you like writing, uh, you like making videos, stuff like that, so you're already like really savvy with tech stuff, so it kind of makes sense. When I was a kid, you know, my parents weren't really as involved and I spent a lot of time playing video games. And it's funny too, because like back then, it's not like now where you can save your game and come back to it. You had to either complete a game or you had to start over if you turned your game off. Yeah, so what we would do is like, say I was playing a game late at night and I had to go to bed. You would have to pause the game, turn your TV off, and just hope that in the morning the console didn't freeze because that would happen a lot, or hope that nobody bumped it or nobody tripped over a cord or anything like that, and you would just have to start from where you left off. But like 9 out of 10 times, the console would freeze from being on too long and getting too hot, or something would happen, somebody would bump it, and it was very easy to kind of ruin your game and have to start all over, which would be incredibly frustrating. So that was one way things were a lot different back then. And, you know, we had small, terrible little TVs and the quality was bad. Just everything about gaming is just like so much more advanced now. 
and some people prefer like the old way and you know the the earlier games and consoles and that's fine but in terms of quality and graphics and all that obviously things are just miles miles apart now but my point was that i played a lot of video games when i was a kid um, i got a lot of enjoyment out of that and i think i turned out okay and so i don't have too many worries about you because you're already so much more advanced than i was at your age and you know, you're a good friend and you're a good student and you're a good kid. And as long as you're doing all the other things that are expected of you, I'm okay with you playing video games, you know, for a limited amount of time here and there. And, you know, and until you abuse that privilege or something happens to where I need to take those privileges away, everything's turned out okay, I think. And like I said, I think playing the games have kind of sparked more creativity in you in terms of things that you want to create whether it be drawings or stories or videos. And you're really good at all that stuff. And I think it's helped you learn new techniques and stuff. You're looking up how to, you know, edit videos and how to draw certain things and how to create comic books and all this stuff. And you're really good at all of it. So I think a lot of that comes from video games. Would you agree? Definitely. Yeah, because I mean, I think you kind of get certain art style. Like you draw a lot of characters that are like similar in looks to characters in Genshin Impact, or, you know, you've done things as far as Roblox or other games have, you know, kind of prompted you to create other things. So I think it's cool for someone like you who, like I said, is more creative minded than like, you know, you're not really like a sports kid. You're not into playing sports really. Like you enjoy media and I think that's fine, you know, and especially in this day and age where like so many jobs and so much of the economy and stuff are, is tech-based and there are so many jobs in video games and not just like creating and developing and designing, but also just playing video games. Like there are so many people who make a ton of money literally just playing video games as streamers. And a lot of those are women. You know, there are people like Kaide and Tupperware and Quarter Jade and Cityon, like a lot of the offline TV crew and several other um, people like 100 Thieves, like Valky Ray, they all play video games and they make a lot of money doing that and they get to do what they love. And so I don't see a problem with allowing you to do that within reason. Do you think down the line that video games is something that you would want to like work within? Like, would you want to do something with video games? Well, yeah, when I was older, I kind of wanted to become a video game designer, but I was thinking that might be too complicated. I wouldn't say it'd be too complicated. I mean, especially if that's actually something you want to do, like you can go to school for that. Like you can take college courses, you can learn design, you can learn how to do that. And you pick up things very quickly, especially when it comes to technology stuff. I would not keep yourself from pursuing that if that's what you want to do, just because you think it's complicated. I think anything you want to do is going to be complicated to some degree. But I think if you really push yourself and you really want to do that, I think that's an amazing thing. And I think you'd be really, really good at it. And if that's like a dream job, then absolutely go for it. I'd, I wouldn't let, you know, being worried about it being complicated, keep you from going after that. If it's too hard, then maybe I could just work on the characters. Yeah, I mean, that's still part of video game design. I mean, you can do character design. You can be an artist for video games. Like there are a ton of different jobs within the video game world that you can do. So if that is something you're interested in, then, you know, that's just that much more that I'm okay with you playing games, because if that's what you want to end up doing, you know, it's just like anyone who, you know, has their child playing piano or singing from a young age and doing that all the time or 
doing beauty pageants or playing sports, whatever the thing is, this is similar in the same way. Like I'm allowing you to play video games because it's something you enjoy and something you're passionate about. And it could lead to a future for you if that's what you choose to do. Yeah. So what do you like? What type of games would you want to create? Hmm. Like a couple months ago, I wanted to create a game, but I didn't know how to. And it was about like, it was kind of just about like talking. Like characters having conversations? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are games like that. Like I was playing, uh, what was that game called? It's like called like Coffee Talk or something like that, where characters meet in this coffee shop and you kind of like make the choices and how their conversation goes and stuff like that. Do you mean something like that? Well, I kind of wanted to make it like, a little bit like exploring too, but mostly talking. So like a choose your own adventure sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's there are games out there like that and they tend to be really popular. I think that could be really cool. Especially something like uniquely from your perspective. So yeah, I think if that's something you want to do, then I think you should definitely keep that in mind and work towards that. You know, maybe your ideas will change over time. You're only ten years old, you got a long ways to go, but like I was saying, even like streamers, like there are streamers who are, you know, in their teens who are already, you know, very popular and making a lot of money and doing what they enjoy. So, you know, there's there's just so many opportunities and it's it's so much more available and accessible now than it was years ago when I was a kid. Like none of that stuff was even a thing. So I'm kind of jealous in that sense, but I'm excited for you and obviously I'll support what you want to do, especially if it's something that I'm already interested in. I think it'd be cool to like you know, help you get to that point if that's what you want to do and do whatever I can do to help you. But I think it'll be a lot of fun to watch your journey, you know, if that is what you choose to do. You also have so many other interests, you know, just in terms of art, like it doesn't necessarily have to translate to video games. Like, you know, you used to draw your own comic books and stuff like that. You can always, you know, do illustrations for something. Or who knows if that'll even be the area you go into, because obviously you love animals and You've talked about wanting to be a vet and you've talked about wanting to own your own cat cafe and stuff like that. So you've got a lot of ideas for a young kid and a lot of passions and a lot of hobbies. And I think that, you know, you could do any of those things. I still wouldn't open a cafe, though. A cat cafe? Yep. Well, there is that game you were playing, the cat cafe manager. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. So maybe you can create another cat cafe type game that people can play at your cat cafe. Yes. Well, this was actually a lot shorter than I expected it to be. Do you want to talk about some of the games you enjoyed a little bit more? Sure. Okay, so let's go back to Bug Snacks because that was a game that you played quite a bit that was pretty unique and fun and sort of goofy. It has its like its own art style and like I said, that was the first game that you completed 100% and got all the trophies for on PlayStation, which some people might not even know what that means. But basically, like you really did all these very specific challenges within the game to make sure that you completed it in every way. So what was it about Bug Snacks that drew you in and that kept you playing it so much? I loved how you got to like go wherever you want and you got a ton of different gadgets and like you got to catch random food bugs. Yeah, the food bugs are pretty funny. I like the names a lot, too. They had, like, really clever, like, sort of pun names um, based on, like, whatever food the bugs are made out of. And then you would, like, feed the bugs to the characters, right? Oh, yeah, that was kind of terrifying. But anyways. <laughs> because once you fed them to them, they would start, the characters would sort of transform and, like, become the food, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I watched you play it, I guess, quite a bit, and I always thought it was pretty funny. It, it was a pretty cute game. I, I liked that you liked it because it was a game that another one that's just really wholesome and sort of fun and goofy and cre- definitely very creative. Like, all the character design and stuff was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then, like, with Fall Guys, we've played that a lot because you play it online, but unless you're, like, online with your friends, you know, unlike Roblox or something, like, you don't have to talk to other people or listen to them. You're just playing against each other, or you can play on squads. But we would do a lot of solo shows, and I remember seeing Fall Guys quite a bit and like thinking it was just like a kid's game or something but then when i actually tried it like you can get pretty addicted to it it's pretty fun yeah and we play that quite a bit i'd say we're pretty good at it we usually get to like the final rounds and um for anyone who doesn't know basically they're like different rounds of like obstacle course type of things and you're playing against several other people online like most rounds are what 60 people it starts out with oh yeah yeah i think 60 people and then a certain amount of people get eliminated each round. Like if you don't complete the course or you don't get there in time. And um, it's a lot of fun. And they, they have different seasons. So every once in a while the game updates and there are different themes and different levels and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. It's sort of like Genshin in a way where it's sort of constantly being updated. And similarly, like both those games are actually free, which is crazy, especially for Genshin because it's just such a massive game with so much to do. But Fall Guys also, like it's just constantly updating and changing and there are different costumes you can wear and stuff. And both the games are free, which is really, really cool. I think that's why Genshin's so popular, because it's free, so, like, so many people play it. Yeah, I see Genshin ads, like, all over the place. And a lot of the streamers I watch, like, they get sponsored by Genshin Impact, so they do Genshin ads and stuff on their streams. I had never even heard of it before you started playing it. Like, you asked if you could download it. And the other cool thing about that is, like, you can get on it on any device to log in and you know, update whatever you need to update, or you can actually play it like on your phone or on the PlayStation or on your computer. So that makes it pretty cool too. Like there's a lot of accessibility with it, which is really cool. Yeah. Do you know what I realized we didn't talk about at all? What? We didn't talk about the Pokemon games. Oh, yeah. We played the Pokemon games probably more than anything else together. True. So I guess that started... Well, technically, maybe back when Pokemon Go came out, we would do Pokemon Go. Yeah. Pokemon Go is really fun. Yeah, it is really fun. I kind of forgot about it. I think people still play Pokemon Go. I haven't played it for a long time. I used to be pretty into it. Sometimes I would go drive around at like 2 o'clock in the morning just because nobody was out, and I would go get all the Pokemon and do all the gyms and the, the Pokestops and stuff, which is ridiculous. But... um. The console game that we started with was the Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, and we played that a lot, and then after that was Sword and Shield, right? Yeah. I guess maybe we didn't play another one until Legends Arceus, and then in November of last year, uh, Scarlet and Violet came out, and we played that one probably more than any of them. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, you didn't sound like it was fun. Um, it was fun. So that came out, I think, right before your Thanksgiving break, and we just played it like that whole week. We played it so much, and that was the first one where we actually completed the Pokédex and collected every single one of the 400 Pokémon in the game. Which one do we have? Scarlet? I don't remember. Um, that was the first one where we actually completed the Pokédex. But now I think they just added a few more Pokémon with some DLC, so we may have to play it again and finish it off 
Yes, we got to play more. Yeah, we put a lot of hours in on that game that that week in November. Um, but we played all of them a lot. But I think all of them, like, there were only a few Pokemon left that we needed, but they were usually ones you had to, like, trade for online, and it was just too difficult to locate the ones we needed. Um, mm -hmm. But the trade thing was different in Scarlet and Violet. They made it a lot easier because we knew the codes for which Pokemon we were looking to trade for. Which was your favorite of the Pokemon games we've played, do you think? Um, probably Arceus. Yeah, I have to agree. I think Arceus is amazing. It just felt fresh when all the other ones kind of feel very similar. Like Sword and Shield, Let's Go, and Scarlet and Violet all feel very similar in a lot of ways. They have different mechanics and stuff, but I think Arceus just felt completely different because it's in a different era. Um, it felt more open world. The art style felt a little different. It kind of reminded me of Breath of the Wild. It was just really, really fun to play. Like I loved Arceus. I loved how different it felt. I liked all the Pokeball designs too, like the ancient Pokeballs. Oh yeah, those were cool. What are your favorite Pokemon? Um, Vaporeon and Mistrevis. Yeah, Vaporeon's been your favorite since like as far back as I can remember. You used to be pretty obsessed with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Your um, Ash Ketchum trainer costume from Halloween a few years ago is still like maybe my favorite that we've done. That was really cool. And the photos were really good. I remember you lost your Pikachu out of your backpack that night, and we had to go retrace our steps in the dark looking for it. <laughs> Do you uh, remember yeah. that? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, what are your favorite Pokemon? Oh, man. Um, Lapras, Dragonite. I like Sandy Gast. I like Corsola. Oh, I love Corsola. That one's so cute. I don't know, I like a lot of them, but I mostly was like a first-gen kid when I like would collect the cards and stuff, and you know, I, I was playing the Pokemon games all the way back when Red and Blue came out on the Game Boy, so I've played a lot of Pokemon, and you're just kind of introduced to like the newer games, but I'm glad that we've been able to play them together. They've been a ton of fun. Yes. I don't know how I forgot about that when we were trying to think of the games we've played, because far and away we've played Pokemon more than anything else. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up. Kind of a short first episode just to test everything out. I think future episodes may be longer. I don't know. I don't think we're going to have any sort of set time. And I know that obviously for those listening, this was predominantly me talking. I think that may be the case most of the time just because Everlyn is a little shy. And maybe there's more for me to talk about than there is for you to talk about. Do you think that's the case? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. So we'll see. I think maybe as this goes on, you'll get more comfortable with it. I guess it also depends on the subject. And we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I think I'll try my best to coax you to talk more. Anyway, thank you for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed. And we will have another episode hopefully soon. Yes, have an amazing day, people. Yes, people, have an amazing day. <laughs> <laughs>